Hey there, how are you doing? I am Kristen and James, but you can call me CJ, and you're listening to the Shine the Five Method with CJ. I'm your host. In this podcast, I will be having authentic conversations with amazing women who have found their shine and are walking in their purpose. Because you want to know why? They know the importance of working on their mindset. Their stories are unique and relatable, sometimes at the same time, because we are all on this journey called life. I want these conversations to serve as encouragement to each and every one of you who feel stuck, that it's time to get your head in the game and find your shine. The world is waiting. Let's get into it. Joining me today is Raina Willick, and she is a focus coach. Appropriately so, we are going to be talking about overcoming shiny object syndrome. But before we get into the conversation, I am going to give Raina a moment to shine and you tell us more about yourself, whatever you'd like us to know. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Raina. Oh, thank you so much for having me, CJ. I'm excited. Um, so as you said, I am a focus coach. So what I do is I help solopreneurs, usually service-based solopreneurs, find focus in their business so that they have more time to enjoy other things that make their life happy. <laughs> That's ultimately what I want. Right, yeah, and yeah. Everybody to do work they love and have space for the other things in their life. Um, so I'm trained in leadership coaching through the Coactive model, and um, I use positive intelligence framework to help my clients build focus and mental fitness. And then um, coming into that, I bring 17 years of experience as a critical care nurse, where I made a lot of high pressure decisions, high stakes decisions, and in yeah. difficult moments. Um, but I bring that into my coaching because we're talking about the clients I work with, it's their lives. And, you know, so, um, and then uh, also community management in the, some of the digital marketing membership spaces. And so there's that too, um, as I walk with clients through building their own communities and their own support system so that, you know, you don't work with a coach forever, you get the tools you need, and then you go on and build your community. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about overcoming shiny object syndrome. Very important topic for entrepreneurs, especially <laughs> solopreneurs. But please explain to us, what is shiny object syndrome? So it is when <laughs> you, you know, we've all seen that cartoon where a dog's like, squirrel, and completely distracted. <laughs> and so most people that are attracted to this sort of business building, um, being an entrepreneur or solopreneur, it's because you love those ideas and the steep learning curve. And it's exciting, you know, to think about new possibilities and that strength sometimes becomes a distraction so that once we've Ooh. picked a lane to start to build in, you know, we, there's like a new idea or we hear about someone's using a new, it could be a new scheduling app. It could be a new, you know, methodology for however we work with clients. And so then we think, Ooh, maybe that's a good idea, <laughs> which is not all bad because right. it's how we improve our businesses. But when it becomes an issue is when it just derails progress on what right. we really are trying to do. And so what I um, try and help clients do is build some structures and some filters so that they can figure out when is this a shiny object derailing right. my progress? I'm about to go down a rabbit hole for four hours that I'm supposed to be reaching out to clients. Um, and when is it like wise discerning self that we all have? thinks like, huh, this could actually improve what I'm doing. So yeah. how do we find when the difference is? Yeah. And 
And I feel like also when starting off your journey as an entrepreneur, there's all of the things and all of the ideas, so many things <laughs> that yes. you want to do, right? So yes. the shiny object syndrome, because even I can, I, I confess, <laughs> I still <laughs> am guilty of the shiny <laughs> object syndrome, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm like, okay, CJ, reel it in. <laughs> but when you are when you are starting a business, and you can say, yeah. finding that focus, yeah. how do you how do you walk someone through identifying that this is actually going to derail them when they really are convinced this is what I need to do right now? <laughs> yeah. So the key to this is actually in the work that you do before the shiny object comes along. Mm, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, setting up some filters and structures to do that um, okay. to start with. So usually there's like three things that I think are key to being able to deflect. <laughs> like Deflect, I like that, yeah. <laughs> when, when it comes. So one is building your vision. I'll just like kind of mm-hmm. throw these three out there and then we can right. dig into each one. Um, your your vision, and I'm not talking about that corporate, like in three years, we will be the premium healthcare provider. Like not that. Yeah. And and not even the why, really like the what you want your business life to look like. Like super concrete. This is a very external measure. So like the hours you want to work, the days you want to work, what things you want to do yourself versus outsource, like having a super clear picture of that mm-hmm. can help you really tune in and filter, is this going to fit into that vision or not? And I can give you some examples of that when we get to that. The second thing is, um, and this is an internal filter, whereas the vision's external, internal filter, um, I kind of call it the Jedi code, (laughs) which is, yeah, anyone who's familiar with Star Wars knows like the Jedis are the protectors of the galaxy and they have a code that they live by that they make all their decisions by. We all have that we just don't all acknowledge it. Like things that are so important to us that we're making decisions based on them, whether we know it or not. And so making those really explicit can be that Mm -hmm. internal filter to, does this fit into the the values that make my life and business fulfilling? Um, So that's another filter. And then lastly, um, if we've got a strong vision and we know our code, our values that, you know, we're, we're using to filter out things. The last one is, if we're still, sometimes then at that point, we start to use shiny objects as distractions from doing mm. uncomfortable things. Mm-hmm. Productive procrastination. Hello. Oh, productive <laughs> procrastination. You're driving well, you know, home. Yeah. That's what we call it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so those are usually when like there may be some saboteurs internally popping up that are like self-sabotaging to keep us from, from doing something that that it feels a little risky and putting ourselves out there, like the uncomfortableness of mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. So those are usually the three things that if we can figure those out ahead of time, right. we, can, we can stay the course. Right. And do you find people tend to deal, another shiny object tends to be the, not even, not, I wouldn't say self, well, yes, yeah, self-doubt, but also they expect, because I'm sure you remember when you first started your business, they expect the results to happen a lot faster then they're actually happening, right? So oh, they yeah. feel like this isn't working. I should do something else. This is, I, yeah. I'm doing the wrong thing. And then yeah. they take, they shift their focus to something else when really it's just staying the course, having yep. a little bit of patience, 
<laughs> planning out, having some tangible goals and yep. even more patience. So is that something where you yes. find this isn't working? I'm just going to try something else. Like the, the stick to itiveness, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Because this is definitely, this is where some of that self-sabotaging, I think you said it, like that mm-hmm. self-doubt where you start judging yourself, yeah. you know, the situation, like all these things happening. And so the same thing, setting some parameters for yourself around, like if you're trying a new marketing strategy, just up front say, you know, I'm going to commit to this for six months. And whatever results I get, I'm just going to focus on this for six months. And all those things that are building up in my head, like, oh, this would be a good idea. Oh, maybe I should try this. Find a dumping ground for those. Mm-hmm. Meaning you yes. need a Google Doc, you need an Otter file, you need, you know, someplace that those can go so that there isn't this anxiety that I'm going to lose them. Right? Right. Um, but yes, and and th- this can totally be a saboteur that a lot of... Um, uh, entrepreneurs have, we get restless, you know, mm-hmm. like for the next thing. And so I want you to imagine like having 17 buckets lined up and you need to fill them all and you've got your one ladle. So you can fill all 17 buckets. Like you can, of course, it's going to yes. take, yeah. take you longer. You're going to get less sleep and you may give up on some buckets because it's taken so long to fill them. And so I want you to just imagine like, I've got my two buckets and I'm going to be able, if I just focus there for an X amount of time, I'm going to be able to see faster progress, evaluate that, and then decide, don't want to switch mm-hmm. buckets. Don't want right. to add another bucket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the buckets, I like that. Having buckets. Because <laughs> I'm a, a visual person. So as soon as you said that, I'm like, yes, that is absolutely perfect, knowing that I call like the zero to 100 mentality. Like you're at zero, yeah. your, men, your mind's at 100 and you're like, oh my God, I have to do all of these things. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Meet me back at step one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. Cause we, we like open all these buckets and then it's like, we get discouraged cause we're not seeing progress quick enough. Whereas if right. we just, yeah, rein it in, start right. at that beginning and focus for a little bit. And then like, you know, our se- we're, st- we're still going to fill our 17 buckets. No, trust yourself. You're going to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's going to keep you going because you'll see yeah. that progress faster. Sorry. Exactly. And if you do, have you noticed, do you find like inconsistency to be a shiny object? Meaning, you know, that somebody is really good at something, their mm-hmm. product or their service in their business, but they don't necessarily get those results. They might try something, they stop doing it, um, completely stop doing it. They shift their focus to something else, but then they decide, okay, maybe I'll try again. I'll come back and they'll probably do the same thing. And it becomes like this vicious cycle almost where they're not, if you're just chipped away at it bit by bit, instead of starting and then stopping and then starting again and then stopping and then starting and then, and then stopping. Is that like another way of like a, a shiny object? You find the inconsistency? Yeah, I think it is. And, and a lot of that comes from it, like a couple things. One is our internal judgment around right. how much, yeah. yeah, kind of the same thing, like that we think we should be making more progress. And so we switched to something else. Um, and that's just like internal judgments that when you're hearing those voices, like if they're giving you messages, stop and ask them, are these helpful? Is this a help? Is this helpful? Um, is this going to make, you know, and if it's not, like you can let it go and just, you know, you've already considered the things you are a smart woman and you, ha- you can figure this out. You don't need to like, you know, they don't have to weigh in that right. <laughs> committee right. in your head. But I also think it's like, 
when you're those two things, the vision and the values, if mm-hmm. they aren't super crisp, right? That's like pulling us forward so that we are like, we are leaning into that. Then it makes it so much easier to like start and stop because there isn't something pulling us forward into the future. Does that, if, yeah. does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So with the vision, it's really about, you You walked us through it. It's really about you know, having, of course, yes, the clarity, but yeah. the, 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 even that journey to getting that clarity is... Yeah. <laughs> quite the journey, but it's also (laughs) about as as I lean in. Um, It's also about uh, those, like those tangible goals. So when it comes to setting goals and getting a a crisp, clear vision and the shiny object syndrome can come in when the goals are like bigger than we can ever imagine, because Mm. again, we want to do all of the things right now. (laughs) So yes. helping them to to set tangible goals, how are they usually with just really taking that big thing and saying, just take one one piece of it. Just right now, can you just focus on this one bucket, for example? Yeah. Are they usually open to that when they realize, but I have all these things. Like I feel like we should be doing all of them. Like all 17 buckets are right here. What do you mean just one bu- <laughs> one yeah, bucket? This is crazy talk. What are you talking about? I'm just going to neglect 16 buckets. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So for that, I usually, I use, I'm a big fan. I'm not an affiliate or anything, but I'm a big fan of the um, Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. And it's basically like you set your annual goals, right? That big picture that you're talking about. Yeah. And then you break those down into quarter, which is a super good way to see if you have planned way more than is physically right. possible. Mm-hmm. Because when you have to actually break those into, mm-hmm. you know, quarters, then you break that down into each week. Like, what are the three things that are going to move me towards these quarterly goals for the week? And then it's like by day, what are the three big things, you know? And so then you can kind of like, whew, take a breath and let it out and know as long as I am following that and doing my things, mm-hmm. like I'm moving towards those and you can kind of release that. And I know you're, you're a big planner, right? I am. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. yeah. <laughs> no, but I think yeah. this is where it's so helpful is to like, then be able to trust. Like I've made a plan here. I can mm-hmm. just, I can release some of the anxiety around you know, is this going to happen? I'm like, and just know, like you're doing your things. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you touched on anxiety. Cause I feel like we do get anxious when, um, we don't get the results or we feel like we should be getting results faster. We feel like this should, you know, this should have happened already. Or I, you know, this person should have noticed, or this person should have this. And, and it's not happening. And I should have these results. I, maybe they broke down their goals. They broke it down. Yeah. annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly. And, you know, by the end of this month, I should have had this done and it's not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and being able to, again, let's just, just go with the trust the process, just yep. go with it and know that. And then how are they with, they look at how far they have to go. How are they usually with celebrating the small wins and looking at how far you have come? Yeah. And those, that is so important. I'm so glad that you said that because we do forget. It's like 
you know, when you're halfway up, like the staircase that Rocky was on. And I don't know. If, I've never actually seen that movie. It's funny. I would reference it, but it's like a famous, right? He's going yes, up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, if all you're looking at is the stairs in front of you, you forget how many stairs are behind you. you right. Know? Oh, like, perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, and so that is one of the things actually back to my planner. Can you, this is like my favorite planner in the world. <laughs> After many, you know, I was like a planner hoarder until I found the right one. But, okay. Um, yes. Yes. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> but, the, but that's one of the things that you do is look back on your week and what were the wins this week and doing that on a weekly basis can keep that momentum going. And um, I think it's nice to think back. Sometimes I think to myself, gosh, I, I don't, I, there's nothing, nothing's happened this week. Right. And, but then mm-hmm, if you look mm-hmm. back, this is why journaling, writing things down, in whatever form that is for you. And then I look back at all the things that have happened last week and I'm like, oh man, no, this happened and it was awesome. And this moved me forward a little bit over here. And this is exciting. And you start to see those, you know, those add up. Yeah, they do add up. And the little things, the little things count when you really kind of try to focus on the big things, those little things absolutely do add up. So yeah. The next side of the anxiety, procrastination. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and putting oh, things yes. off. I may or may not be guilty of this. Just putting things, <laughs> not today, not right now, until literally I have to write it down, just light a fire under my butt, or just, you know, have some accountability. That That's another thing we can talk about, the accountability. But the procrastination. Mm. And just, yeah. does that come from, you feel like the overwhelm of trying to do or trying to figure out too many things, too many shiny objects at once. <laughs> yeah. It, um, so this is where there's like a couple things, like an external thing for this and an internal thing. Externally, mm-hmm. I really encourage all my clients to do block scheduling, meaning a lot of times I, my clients are usually people who have left a nine to five and they're like a year into freelancing and okay. they're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally overwhelmed. There's clients everywhere. I have no control over my schedule. Like, you know, it's that. And I think because sometimes we think like, oh, 40 hours of freelancing equals 40 hours of, you know, W-2 employment and mm. it doesn't work that way because now you're a business owner and there needs to be time for bookkeeping and admin and marketing and, you know, your actual working time. Now, suddenly you only have this much, you know, a certain amount of room for it. So literally like breaking your schedule down into little blocks and saying like, here's my admin time. Here's my time to research shiny objects if I want for fun. But mm-hmm. I do have a couple of people who do that. They like, they just assign time to it. Um, so just externally, like making sure that you actually have room for things, right? Because sometimes we're stressed and we're procrastinating because it feels too big and we don't have time assigned for, oh my goodness, like getting all of our receipts together for our taxes. Like, yeah. whereas <laughs> if we have, if we've got time on our schedule that says like bookkeeping, we're like, oh, okay, I guess that's what I'm doing for those. So that can like just assigning time to things that we know are going to come up consistently internally, a lot of times those are tasks that don't align well with our values, meaning the things that we enjoy and that are most important to us. So, um, you know, the things that we might put up, put off, like if um, someone has a really strong value around connection, they love their one-on-one time with their clients. And then when it comes time to do, you know, admin task or invoicing, they're like, "Eh," you know, um, there are certain things. And so figuring out sort of how you work, what lights you up and being, figuring out gradually some, you know, depending on where you are in your business, those are sometimes the tasks to outsource. Um, If you're Mm -hmm. consistently procrastinating on things, 
it's probably like, it's not in your zone as genius. It's not something that you put high value on. Um, you know, like not that it's not valuable, but what I'm saying is like for you, yeah, like maybe sure. like, you know, some people like efficiency is just not a big deal to them. <laughs> so they are never going to create a CRM because they're like, that just isn't a big deal in right. there, you know, even though they're like, gosh, I really need this. Um, so those are, those are definitely opportunities to figure out, can I get rid of this? Can I automate this or can I um, outsource this? Um, yeah. Because it's like a little, it's like a little indication to us that we're procrastinating on it, that one of those things is out of sync with who we are. Right, right. And taking them through now the accountability. <laughs> My favorite mm. topic. <laughs> <laughs> what if do you, you want results, if you want results and you say, you know, mm. CJ, by this time, or let's follow up, or let's do this, let's do ABC, we, we plan everything out. And they might have a habit of, of procrastinating. They might have a habit and they're, they acknowledge it. You know, yeah. I might find a way to, I might put this off or something else can come up. So just yep. knowing that, how are you doing with that one goal? Cause you know, we have the 17 buckets now we've picked the, <laughs> the one bucket. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be on bucket number one. Really they're thinking about bucket number nine. But <laughs> so what, how are they with the, the accountability piece and understanding that to, to stay focused and to stay on track, it really means you need to be held accountable. This is your business. You want to see that business grow. You want to see, you want to also work smarter, not harder, right? So the accountability piece, how tying that into overcoming shiny object syndrome, what is that usually like? Yeah, this is where, especially once you figure out kind of how you work as a business owner, like what you respond to best, mm -hmm. a co a, either a coach or a mastermind group or both. Right? Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. like usually the key to that. Um, you know, if it's like just kind of general day-to-day -day stuff, I think a mastermind group is freaking amazing for that. If you can find a strong peer mastermind group or start one yourself, mm -hmm. um, where you guys are showing up for each other and saying out loud to other people who hear you, what you're going to do, then you will, it will, you'll show up for that. The mm -hmm. other thing is like, if you've got a big, something big that's coming that, you know, like, Ooh, this is going to, this is going to be my, um, um, my mountain, my next mountain that I'm climbing. Right. right? Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a good time where, you know, it's going to be intense and you may want a coach to walk alongside you because that is going to be more of a, um, you know, an out of the ordinary takes a lot of energy kind of thing. And I think having that relationship there can really be, um, helpful, but right, yeah. Yeah. Well, I totally agree. <laughs> and <I know. laughs> you need a coach. Promise, Everybody needs a coach in our unbiased opinion. Right? I, yeah, exactly. But dude, a like after I got a really awesome coach, it changed my life. I completely agree. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I could I would not my business would not be where it is without without my coach, my coaches, my mastermind groups, all that all that stuff to keep me on track. I really could not have grown my business the way that I have. But on that note. Do you have anything coming up that you that we should keep an eye out for or just you want people to just follow along? What do you have going on for you right now, Rena? Yeah, the best place to stay in touch is to join my email list. Um, I'm not always incredibly consistent on social because that's not where my focus is, but I email my list every single week. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like getting to talk to friends. And so I mm -hmm. look forward to that. Um, 
So that is a great place if you want to stay in touch. And in the fall, I'm going to do be doing a group coaching program where I actually walk people through a lot of these steps that we talked about, like establishing your vision and finding your values in a different, deeply connected way than like someone handing you a piece of paper and telling you to circle things, which has yeah, happened right. to all of us at a job right, somewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of creating a framework. So that'll be coming up in the fall. And if you are uh, on my email list, then I will let everyone know when that starts. Okay, and we'll have all the details in the show notes anyway. So if people want to sign up for your email list, it's it's all right there. But before I let you go, Reina, do you have a nugget that you want to leave listeners with? Something that, a favorite quote, something you find you always say to clients that you need to remind them of, just something to take away from this. Yeah, yeah. you know, the thing that comes up over and over is giving ourselves permission to create the life and the business we really want. And so I just want every, every woman, every entrepreneur out there to remember you are the only one who can make your business a good place to work. Oh, okay. So simple, but a very necessary reminder. That's true. It's thank funny. You. We hold ourselves. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's great. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, like, thank you so say. much for like this <laughs> kind of right there. Our full co- the conversation, what you mm. just said, just encapsulated everything. That was perfect. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Thanks. But thank you very much for being here with me today, Reina. Great conversation. I'm looking forward to connecting with you more and I will see you soon. Thanks, CJ. Well, We've come to the end of the episode. And girl, can I just say that I hope that you enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed being a part of it. How inspired are you feeling right now? Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on what we have coming up because these will just keep getting better and better. If you're a young woman ready to get out of that grind to five rut and find your shine to five purpose, connect with me on my website, kristenandjames.com. Take care until next time. And as I always say, have a sparkling day.